every country has its stereotypical people and New Zealand is no different. Apparently, the New Zealand men are big and strong and just go hunting and fishing all day and the women can do anything and cook anything and do brilliant things. But how true is this? You know, the other day when you went down to the pub with your friend talking about emotional things, is it true that you both ordered a pina colada? So let's go over and find out if the world's view of New Zealand's stereotypical people Hello. is actually right. I could eat about a million and a half of these. Well, nobody's perfect. Welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. My mother thanks you. If you can't say something nice. All right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. Drama Podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Brian. And today we're going to be talking about stereotypical Kiwi people. Yeah, so if you haven't been to the channel before, we're Liz and Brian, husband and wife. We talk about all things New Zealand, about travel, about living in New Zealand, yep. moving to New Zealand. Struggling to travel at the moment with all the restrictions, but um, yeah, hopefully and- soon we'll be able to get Back in the plane. And that's why we're sort of digging into, really digging into life in New Zealand. Yeah. And so many people ask us, you know, it's a fascinating subject, isn't it? Oh, what are New Zealand people like? Is it true New Zealand people are like, mm-mm-mm? So we're like, yeah. let's write all those things down. I went on the internet and I found out some really, you know, things that people tend to say New Zealand people are like, and we're yeah. just going to dive into them and see if they're true. See where we end up. Hey. Get this, right? The stereotypical New Zealand male... Yep. Right. Is essentially a pioneer type. He is rural, unintellectual, strong, unemotional, democratic, has little time for high culture, good with animals, especially horses and machines. And he is able to turn his hand at anything. I got this off the Internet, by the way. So that just wipes out a quarter of the population who live in Auckland, doesn't it? (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) What do you mean? <laughs> the rural. Yeah. It says this type of man is often assumed to be a unique product of New Zealand's colonial period, but he shares similarities, Bry, with American frontiersmen and yeah. Australian bushmen. What about that? You often walk around the streets in New Zealand and you just see these big bushmen walking yeah, around. Yeah, that, that's like, it, with corks <laughs> swinging from their uh, hats and things like that, yeah. But what do you think about those things? What do you think about unintellectual, well, rural... That's not true. Well, that's most of Australia then. No, we're talking about New Zealand. No, we're talking about New Zealand. This isn't nothing to do with Australia. It's New Zealand. Yeah. So rural, what what about that? Well, that's what it means. It's that sort of farmery type of person. I'm sort of getting this impression of, yeah, of like a guy in his, what you know. His red bands. Yeah, his red bands and his in his stubbies. They're like little shorts in New Zealand and like really short. Like he's just come off the rugby pitch shorts. Yeah. And just that impression of like, you know, like hunting and fishing jumper on and just big man. Yeah, well, it's funny, Colin, uh, our farmer that used to live here, that was... That was what you class as that sort of person, wasn't it, you know? Do you think now living in New Zealand and of all the men that you yeah. come across, do you think that sums up a New Zealand man? Well, yeah, because... Strong, well, unemotional, Brian. Yeah, when I when I first came here, you know, and, and you, I'd never been to New Zealand before I moved to New Zealand. And so you... you you're constantly looking to think what sort of person are they? Because the only New Zealanders that I ever met were like surfers. 
weren't they? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, they're on their OEs and they were surfing. They were either working, you know, for the yeah. local life-saving life club or whatever it was um, as a lifeguard. And they're the only few Kiwis that you ever met. Mm. Um, and the others were all in London drinking in bars. Oh. So I suppose when you think about it. With a bush hat on? Well, not with bush hats, no, just absolutely getting hammered. Don't, don't that you're ruining it now because that's uh, <laughs> let, let's, let's not talk about that. So when you came to New Zealand yep. and you were mixing with men on your site, yep. did you think, oh, the, these men are what I was expecting, or did you think? Oh. Do you know what the first few building sites I went on? I remember working at the local sort of technical college. We were we were converting a top floor of a big big block into uh, nursing um, training, and some of the guys that were there were like six foot six mm. and the shorts on. Big, big guys, like, you know, and they were quite intimidating, as in, you know, you felt like, shit, I'm here with these big boys now, like, you mm. know, and um, not all little little scousers walking around. <laughs> 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 yeah. And did they look like big bushmen? Yeah, I, I must admit, New Zealand men, and I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, this is just uh, whatever that word is where you, you tar everyone with the same brush, whatever that word. What's that word called? When you, oh, you know, um, generalise. Yes. But they are big. Some of them are big, big guys. Especially yeah. the mouldy guys yeah. are like well, huge, they, aren't they? You can see the guys who play rugby because they are the biggest guys, yeah. aren't they? Like you know, yeah. you can just see that. You know, that's what they've done in all the growing up at school and things like that. Is mm. is is that teamwork in, in a in a rugby team? And yeah, they're all walking with limps and things like that. But you know, the other thing they've sort of like got this 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 thing about uh, people say is they're all hard men, like you know, because they're all like big and like tough and like got legs like you know, like not yeah. not like Brian's little, you know, scouser legs or anything. But it's just and they and and there is this impression that they are big, tough, hard men. Well, th- what did that say? Unemotional. I don't think that's true. No, I don't think I, that's I don't true think at that all. Is, that is, is true because, you know, I've, I've got a, um, a guy I was working with as well uh, in a project not, not that long ago, just quite close to where, where we live here. And he was your typical New Zealand bushman. Yes. You know, he would yeah. go, he would go uh, hunting and, you know, he'd spend three days in the bush and come back with a deer and he's dragged it, you know, this, I don't know, 200 pound deer or whatever it is um in weight that is you know uh, on his shoulders um through the bush for, for, for a day yeah with it with it on his hat on yeah and getting eaten by sandflies from the south island <laughs> yeah and what about him but he had a hard shell to him but the most probably one of the most emotional people i have ever met yeah you know, you, you could, you know, you, you could give him a hug, he'd give you a hug back and, um, you know, it, it's just, and he would cry at the drop of a hat. Oh, would he? You know, he would, but he was such a lovely guy. Yeah. Emotional. Yeah. Yeah. You in know, touch you with felt, his you felt solid with, with him and it just, you know, but he was this bushman hunter. Yeah. But you know, if someone, you know, even if he didn't know them, someone had been in an accident and died, you know, you could see him physically get upset for those people and, and his family right. and stuff like you know so we can put a big fat cross against unemotional then well, yeah they're not unemotional no, at all i, I think, don't think they, so. you know i think there's a there's a hardness that you you know you've you sort of portray from the generations gone by but i think nowadays you know i don't know it, it's 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 okay to be in touch with with yourself like that because is, you know yeah. you're not out on the farm getting absolutely hammered with the rain and the, and the weather and everything no you know that's what you call as a as a as a hard man someone who can just keep going mm. that's what i've always classed as a as a hard man would right, you yeah? say you are a hard man no 
Yeah, but oh, I wouldn't. Don't, at, least, at least give it a little bit of thought and just sit there in front of your wife and just say, no. Yeah, but what do your glasses are? I'd go in round well, brawling. Well, you can keep going, Brian. Yeah, but you can't. You no, know, you, you can, know, it's but, I just mean, yeah, but... I just mean, I don't mean that. It's just like, you know, what I'm saying is when you put your mind to a task, you keep going through yes, and getting it done. Yeah, so. you just you do you do the job because again, you, it's just no one else is going to help you or no one else is going to do you. So you just keep yeah. going, like you yep. know. Yep. I don't know. It's just I think I, it's yeah. It is that stereotypical thing as, as as you portray as this male who can do all these things, like yeah. you know. And realistically, I don't know why you know or what it is you've got to live up to these days it's no. just we are all who we are aren't we and you know and if you if it's not if you're not that type of personality it's like what why should that make you not a man I must admit when I was coming when we were moving to New Zealand 12 years ago I've told this story before but I did think that I was going to come to a country that all the men were like I've said this before you know but all the men were like men were men and like you know women just stay over there and know your yeah, place sort yeah. of thing I really did think yeah. that that's what it was going to be like and um because the UK is so not like that, isn't it? It's just, uh, we're... It's uh, yes and no. It depends, no, it depends right. where you're from, well, like, you the, know? Uh, Okay, then. Yeah. Maybe that's generalising. But our group of friends were very, are very much, especially when we were in the UK, the, we had a lot more friends then, but because <laughs> we weren't so antisocial. But, and, um, but we were a lot more, we did everything together as a group rather than like, oh, the men do that and the women do that. And I was scared yeah. that when we came to New Zealand, that's what it was going to be like. But actually, it's not like that. Yeah, at I, think, all. I think the thing you're saying is like, if you went to a party or a barbecue or something, the men would be over one side of the room and all the women would be over yeah. the other side of the room. There are places that you go to like that, but it, it again, it depends on the group of people. You prefer, and I think this is true of every man actually. <laughs> You prefer to stand and listen to the woman's conversations, don't you, Brian? Because let's face it, women talk about far more interesting stuff. Hysterectomies and men. all sorts of things. <laughs> you get a group of women on their own and it's going to be a far more interesting conversation. Whenever yeah. I eavesdrop on a men's conversation, it's always, it's boring. All you want to talk about is the sport. Well, not, not necessarily. Mm, it is a bit, Brian. Yeah, yeah, that's why the I, weather. I struggle with New Zealand because there's only rugby. They only really talk about rugby. And you say football and they look at you funny and you're like, oh, come on. Well, you had you know. Ian the other day on the comments. He was saying about the football anyway. Okay, so yeah. he, he stuck up for you, didn't he? Did he? Said, yeah. What did he, he say? Said, oh, yeah. Ian on the comments on YouTube, he said, oh, I'm glad to see that Liverpool won. Oh, and he right, yeah. tried to have a little bit yeah, of a did, talk yeah, with you about it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, okay, so have we just come to the conclusion then that the New Zealand men, I don't think... And the other thing I was going to say as well, sorry to just keep flab- flabbergasting on about it. Is that a word, flabbergasting on? Not really, no. <laughs> well, that's <Yeah>. my word. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> It must be hard as well if you've got that rugged looking appearance yep. and big, I'm just thinking of moldy guys more than anything now. I don't know why I'm thinking like they've always big guys and they're the softest. Well, the people I've met are, they're always they're very like, family orientated. They that's, are. that's what the softness you're talking yeah. about, isn't it? You and know? like and really like family yeah. or yeah, with their yeah. kids. You wouldn't and, want to mess with them. No. But you wouldn't, some of them, because you look at them, you just think, but is yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's their size and just their whole, you know, that look, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah. like, but yeah. do you know what, Brian? Do you know what I've learned in the past? What? It's the little ones that are the worst. So they're the little baddens. Well, they are. It's Those little, little guys. You know, so little scouts. Ones that'll come and headbutt you, hit you on your chin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The ones you're not, <laughs> the ones you're not expecting to. So yeah. yeah, no, I just, I just thought we'd just clear that up a little bit. And also, what's the other word that it said? Unintellectual. I don't think that's oh, true God, either. No, no it's, that, that's not true at all. No, yeah, because yeah. New Zealand men and women, but we'll talk about women in a minute. We're going to get to women. 
But they're um they the very well travelled the Kiwis, I think. Yeah, I think the the you know you tend to see them and and a lot of them are, are really quite business orientated. They've all they've always got the finger in the yeah. pie with something. They want to get a little you know a second home very quickly so they can rent that out and yeah, do those sort yeah. of things and just you know try and move on or, or just get ahead in life. Like, yeah, you know and just you know there's so many that you meet. You know, there's a, there's, a, there's a friend of mine in uh, I know in town, and um, you know, and you, you just see them. And we've said this before. You know, you, they're just dressed in a pair of shorts or something, and he owns half the town, like you know, mm. in, in his commercial properties and things that he's he's bought and moved on, and uh, and just and, and always something in the background, like bringing shipping containers in and converting them into shops and things like that. You know, mm. and you just think, wow, really interesting stuff. They just do, yeah, know, they're great just little innovative, ideas, aren't they? That, that yeah, innovation that yeah, comes yeah. Out, like, you know. Can I ask you a question, Bri? Because you used to... <laughs> I better have a drink of tea. Before we move on, you know you know, you used to work with that guy and he's, he's six foot two. I'm not going to name his name. I'm not allowed to say names anymore, but he's, he's a big guy, isn't he, that you used to work with? Yes. And if you saw him, you'd think, wow, you know, this guy is like, whoa, he's, a, he's six foot odd two and he's, he's built like a brick. To his yes. house, basically, yeah. and he always wears his his shorts and his his big wellies and stuff. His big boots, road Work bands. Boots. Yeah. yeah. Now you're very. You've got a very close relation to him, haven't you? Relationship to him because yeah. you, you used to be, you know, his boss and everything, and you got very close in your business, yes. didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. And you've kept that relationship going. You yep. often go out for beers and stuff, you know, down yeah. the pub and cups of tea, whatever it is you're drinking yes. down there that you yeah, don't tell yeah, me yeah. about. What do you talk about, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> come on <laughs> well normally still the beans what, what do we talk about yeah. we normally talk about what's going on because uh, he still works for the company right. that i used to be involved with so it's just what what projects are up to and how things are going like i don't know? think so why i don't think you're just talking about the projects are you not- get down to the nitty-gritty and tell me what men are talking about down the pub well down the pub it's yeah. just that that's mainly it and what's going on and just bit yeah. of gossip Gossip. Yeah. We're always gossip. Who's going? Yeah, yeah we do. do well, you? That's what all men talk about is a bit of gossip. Really? Yeah. What sort of things? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think right now. Yeah. What's going on and who's, is... who's seeing who and who's doing what? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Who's driving what? Who pulled away yeah. the fastest at the lights? Oh, yeah. Definitely that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But what I said, okay, we will move on now. Yeah. But what how I just. Fast the, how fast the works well, the work span can go. Yeah. Yeah. The fastest cars in the world are works vans. I'd love to even stop on your conversation. But what I'm saying is so two men getting together, two, one big man, one little small man, you're getting together. You know, it's nice to know that your wife thinks you're small, isn't it? Hey. And you're having, no, I'm really joking. I know. And you're having a nice conversation, yeah. a nice, easygoing, uh, what was it? What was the word? Um, intellectual. Intellectual, yes. Conversation, I think. And yes. an emotional conversation as well, I reckon. Yeah, but it would be, yeah. Yeah. I think it is. That's the word, isn't it? Emotional. Emotional, yeah. There's lots of emotional yeah. chat going on down here in that butler's pub. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, moving on. <laughs> Kiwi ingenuity. Well, how do you say this? Ingenuity. ingenuity. Yeah. Yes. Okay, I'm just going to read you what it said on the internet. This is the idea that New Zealanders display a McGiver-like ability. Is that the right word, McGiver? McGiver. To, uh, McGiver. To, uh, to solve any problem, often using unconventional means with whatever happens to be lying around. This is also described as the number eight mentality, yep. which basically means they can make or fix anything with everyday materials, such as number eight fencing wire. So that yep. com- that's where that number eight 
fixing yeah, mentality it's, it's, comes that's, from. That's the thing. You know, in, in the UK, it was a, a wire coat hanger. You know, you could make car aerials out of them and also it's, it's, it's the same thing. It's that piece of wire. Oh, guess what? It? Oh, yeah. that's the other thing. You know, we did the, um, we've just done, we've just done a video where we walked through the park. If you haven't seen it, it's about passing on New Zealand values. Oh, sorry, yes. sorry yeah, to interrupt. Yeah. Uh, life skills. Yeah. And this guy, Kiwi guy, emails up on the YouTube, on the comments, on the YouTube, on the YouTube comments, yeah. saying the best way to unblock a toilet bry, coat hanger. Yes. Yes. Do you know what? Don't. Yes. What? I'll just give you one thing. If you want to scratch the enamel in the toilet, you know, it might be uh, or the vitreous china, as I should say, uh. it'll scrape and make a make a bit of a mess and a mark. All right, okay. You know, as that goes round. Right, okay. So, anyway. so, well, I just thought that was ingenious. I just thought that yeah. well, what was the word in, in ingenuity. Just use a mop. No, because not everyone's got yeah. a mop. Okay. So, yeah, it is, and I'm not going to dispute that. That is a stereotype, and. Yeah. A, a, I don't think that's wrong, to be honest. No, it's not. Kiwi ingenuity. So when you actually look at a real map, someone sent us it the other day, didn't they? Where you just see New Zealand and you see that almost the whole world and you see the Pacific above it. And it's the only sort of island there, like you know? Mm. So it's just that that isolation of of where we are here here down, down under, as they say. And, you know, to get the spare parts and fix something or just to carry on with the day. You know, there's the amount of times when I've, you know, you've been working on something and even here, you know, we've got a, a lifestyle block. Life sentence block. A life sentence yeah. block, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, Felt like that this weekend, didn't yeah, it? You know, you'll be down by the, 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 the creek or something and something breaks and you're working with something and, you know, you, you honestly, you just look around and you're looking for like a piece of fencing wire or, a, a, you know, a nail on the floor that you can just fix something up and just get mm. it going and say, so you know, you don't have to pack up and get back to the shed like, you know? Yeah. So it's that type of thing. And that's, that's what it is. I remember, you know, being out on, we've got a, a real old speedboat. And, um, I just remember being out on the other side of a lake, um, over, over by Rotorua and I pulled the cover off just cause I wanted to check something in the engine and unknown to me, I pulled and snapped one of the uh, leads, which goes to one of the spark plugs. And I went to start the engine back up, didn't know because I put the cover back on. And then it was just like, oh no, the engine was just really misfiring badly. And I'm thinking, oh shit, what's happened? Like, you know, and then mm. it just, you start to think back in your mind when I was pulling the, the cover off, it was a bit stiff. So then I go back and I just see this destroyed lead. And, you know, I'm on the boat. I've got a tiny little toolkit just to sort of get you out of trouble a little bit. And then you're just thinking, what can I use to fix this? And mm -hmm. I fixed it there and then on the boat. You were with me, weren't you? And it was such a good repair. It's still Aww. running on the same thing. like yeah. you know, Because literally, I, I think I had a piece of a crimp from a wire or something and I cut it off with a... A uh, pair of cutters that I had, and then put it on and, and crimped it onto the end of the clip. What a kiwi man you are! That was are. just great, you yeah. Know? And it just felt made, made me no. feel proud to think, yeah, I'll definitely get my citizenship now. They should do that, shouldn't they? No, yeah, that should be on the citizenship. If you're coming to New Zealand and you want to be here, you have to pass some ingenuity tests. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 It says Kiwi ingenuity is not strictly a male preserve, although no. it's generally spoken of in relation to men. Yeah, but that that's it, it, it should be the same because obviously if you're having a problem with your knitting, you'd be able to fix something, wouldn't you? Oh, you're gonna get in trouble. Do you know what? I'm I'm <laughs> no, because I'm gonna save that for the lady for the women for the in a minute. No, for okay. the women. Yeah. But it's nice to know that you are a fixer, you know, that you yeah. can you can do well, fixing things. Yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but if you, it's I have 
been like that, but you just notice You've it always more been here. like that, haven't yeah, you? you know, yeah. A lot of people would just fix something up. Yeah. You know, they, they really can. So, yeah, that stereotype, I'm going to say, is probably correct, isn't it? It is. Although yeah. saying that the newer generations, we don't know. We're still trying to no. work that out. Like, you know, well, you know, are they going to be, like I say, we've talked about that before, about the, the passing the skills on and stuff, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, it's just the, the it's trouble something is, is that shouldn't is, be lost. It's things nowadays, you know, it's like you give something to a, a child and they break it, you know, because it's electronic, they can't really ever fix it, can they? Like, mm. you know, not unless, you know, you're you're a clever little kid that can uh, fix electronic components. Yep. Right, number three, rugby, racing, and beer. So New Zealand's male culture, again, <laughs> sorry guys. Yeah, was but that's tradi- a stereotypical thing, <laughs> yeah, isn't it, you know? Was traditionally said to centre on the three R's, which means rugby, racing, and beer. And it says, few people today consider the three R's to dominate New Zealand's culture. Although rugby and beer are still popular, racing has declined in popularity. Yeah. So you tell me. You tell me, Bri. Well, obviously that's... That's a, 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 a very sort of traditional thing with rugby players and racing people is they can't spell because beer starts with a B. What do you mean? Well, obviously they're not very clever, are they? Who? What are you talking about? What does that mean? <laughs> I didn't get it. Well, you said the three R's. Yeah. Rugby, racing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, why would that be? Why have they said that? What is that? Rugby, racing and rear. And rear. (laughs) But the thing is, Bright, you don't like rugby, you don't like beer, and you don't like racing. So what does it feel like to live in a country knowing that all three of those things that you should really be doing, you're not doing them? If you dream of moving to New Zealand, then you are going to love what I'm about to share with you. 12 years ago, when me and Bri emigrated to New Zealand, we were scouring the internet, trying to find any information that we could about what our life would be like when we got here. And basically all we had was YouTube. So we made this vow. We said, when we get to New Zealand, we're going to create something that we can share with others that answers those questions that you're so desperate to know about. Like, what is your life going to be like when you get here? And that's what I'm here to offer you today. We have created a five-day free, absolutely free video guide that shows you what it's really like to live in New Zealand. This stuff is unique and it is fabulous. You are not going to find it anywhere else on the internet. And like I say, it's absolutely free. You'll be sent a video every day for five days and you will know what it's like in New Zealand. So if you are interested, head over to my blog, which is www.itsadrama.com slash I love NZ. You are going to love it. But the thing is, Bright, you don't like rugby, you don't like beer, and you don't like racing. So what does it feel like to live in a country knowing that all three of those things that you should really be doing, you're yep. not doing them? And that's, yeah, uh, that's what, uh, it's so hard because, you know, they're passionately talking about the rugby game that they've just watched. And I'm like, oh, You need to get into it, get no. yourself into it. I can't, I guess, honestly, you know, I oh, shouldn't no. really say it. No, I, you shouldn't. I, I can't really see right. spending the afternoon oh, no. in a scrum. I really, it's just for the life of me, I don't know why I'd want to do that. You know, the other day when you went down to the, the beer shop, you know, the yeah. pub with your friend talking yeah. about emotional things, is it true that you both ordered a pina colada? No. <laughs> <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> 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 <Pina> colada. <Yeah. laughs> 
You and your, you you and your, your me and my mate sigh. <laughs> you and your mate down there talking about emotional things, drinking your pina colada. Mm. The thing is, Brian, I know for a fact, and don't try and deny this on camera, you would rather have a nice little cocktail than a beer with the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Don't deny it. <laughs> Don't deny it. Well, and talk about what? Well, it doesn't matter what you're talking about. We all yeah. know what you like to talk about. Yeah. But what, what I'm saying is, let's just put that aside. It's, I don't think, you know, what does it feel like to live in a country when all the boys are out there getting their beers? <laughs> sorry, Brian, sorry. Okay, sorry. Let's move on then. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> But you're not a beer drinker, are you? I no. I, 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 you know, if I've been cutting the grass or, you know, working in the field, yeah, I like. To, I, I would like a couple of beers because it's more thirst quenching than. Um... What's your favourite beer in New Zealand? So you can't even think of a name. Yeah, I can. Because <laughs> go on then. Well, it would be probably Steinlager Pure. Oh, would it? Yeah. Yeah, probably was. Yeah, I I did. I used to drink quite a bit of Chewies when I first came here because I'd never really drunk that much Indian pale ale. Mm. Um, Oh, is it Indian? Chewies? No, it's it's New Zealand, but it's just (laughs) called Indian pale ale. IPA. Why is it called Indian pale ale if it's made in New Zealand? Because it's a style of beer. Ah. It's not lager. It's it's IPA, as they call it. Ah. No, I didn't know that. No, but that's a big drink over here. Mm. So and so we've covered the rugby that you're you're not a big. Well, rugby. we haven't really covered. We kind of well, no, we, we, we kind of got pulled away from the rugby because yeah. I suppose you don't want There's too no many comments coming in on this channel. <laughs> it's New you, Zealand. You are going to see the best rugby team in the world is the All Blacks. <laughs> yes, of it all is. All time, without question, like yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. And the Cardiff Blues that Paul Tito used to play for. Fantastic <laughs> team. <laughs> and the old racing thing, I don't get that because apparently it used to be. It's it's not so not so popular. What is car racing? Is what you're talking no, about? No, horse, horse racing. racing, betting on the horses on the GGs. Oh, they do like that. Yeah. yeah, I thought when you said racing, I thought it was uh, you know they love car racing. They're, they're they're huge car enthusiasts over here. You know, once a year, just just literally over the road from us, they close the road off, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they do. And yeah, and they race up um, yeah. Kirihara Road, and yeah. it's just wow, it's fantastic to see. Yeah, yeah. You went racing once in your mini, didn't you? And your yeah. you know went racing around that and that mini. Yeah, thing. me and you Mike went it. racing once. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a great day out. It really is. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, uh, and you see some amazing cars, some old classic cars, and mm. you're just like wow, look at that. You know, it's it is, and there's some great racing circuits here. But that's not the racing they're talking about. They're talking right. about betting they're, on horses. They're talking about horses. Yeah, right. yeah. So yeah. It's just that old style. It is. Really. It's like anywhere, isn't it? You know, you look at the Irish and things like that. They loved, you know, drinking, drinking yeah. and uh, rugby. And it's those those sort of, um, I don't know, the older working class of things is that's what mm. they used to do. And, and, and New Zealand was like that. You know, I talked to a, a bunch of older people and they just said the, the bars you know, they literally were spit and sawdust on the floor and oh, just love everybody getting absolutely hammered on a Saturday and literally they getting them getting thrown out into the into the into the streets. <laughs> that's what the White Heart was like. It was, was a it? Real, yeah, rough place, yeah, yeah, apparently. But, but that's no different than going down the streets of Preston on a you know, that's is what it? Saying, you know, it's no in, different. in the nineteen seventies, sixties or whatever. I don't know. You but... remember when we were in Kil- Kilkenny in Ireland? I've never seen so many pubs. Do you know how many pubs there are in Kilkenny? I'm writing a book and I, I wrote about this. Yeah. yeah. Do you know how many? 356 yeah. pubs. And it's not that big a city, is it? Like, you no. know, or a town, whatever Kilkenny no. is. I can't remember when I was there. It was just like literally. Oh, no, it might be 156. Next... Yeah, but you had. You had a you, lot anyway. You had pubs next to each other. I know. Next door to each other. Different yeah. pubs completely. It'd be great, that wouldn't it? Because you'd yeah. come out of one and then straight into the other. Oh, you'd roll. Just literally roll down the street. Oh, and your pina colada like that. Yeah, I'd be a, two pina coladas. <laughs> 
<laughs> right, okay, moving on then. So, New Zealand women. I like this one. I like this. Right, the Kiwi, fe- the Kiwi female. There are a few stereotypes surrounding New Zealand women, and these stereotypes are not as strong as those involving men. But it is said that the New Zealand women are sometimes thought to be more independent than women elsewhere in the world. Wow. New Zealand being the first country in the world to give the woman vote and yep. the only one to have all its Good on in, you, New Zealand. Yeah, all its important positions of state power simu- I can't say this word simula- simultaneously Simulative. simultaneously filled by women as seen by evidence of this. Right. So yeah, I reckon I, I'm, that is true. Well, since you've come to New Zealand, you've become a lot more bossy, haven't you? there's just something i'm gonna now i know i can finally have my word now there's something about the new zealand women that you they have this air of strong independence there's you Mm -hmm. won't come here and find like you know wet willy sort of thing so you know you know like that like "Mm, i can't do it you know i'm silly it's just you will not find that I've no. never ever ever come across it. No, you don't. You don't really do come. You don't come no. across that, do you? Yeah. It's not, and it's not cute. It's like you know, in some countries, it's like, oh, it's cute for the girls to be. Oh, I don't know. You know, like yeah. like sort of, you know, that yeah. sort of that sort of. Um, it's just that dumb blondie type. Yeah, person. it's yeah. just not. Yeah. It's just not the thing, and it's really really refreshing. It can feel a bit intimidating. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. It can feel a bit intimidating. Yeah. Um, yeah. because well, I'm gonna read you what it says here. It says, um, lack of femininity. It, it says, women in New Zealand are supposedly unfeminine. For example, they wear masculine clothing and spend little time on makeups and other forms of personal grooming. And they can basically go around doing masculine tasks such as car maintenance and playing rugby. Um, the reason I said it can feel a bit intimidating sometimes is they, Kiwi women seem to just be able to get in there and do it. You know, it's just well, like yeah, that. Yeah, but it's, again, it's that, you look at the, the old farm mentality, isn't it? You yeah. Know? I, mean, I mean, Taranaki, where we are, there's it's a huge dairy farm mm. um, uh, county or area, uh, region in New Zealand. And so there are a lot of farmers and things like yeah. that. And so, you know, and some farm girls are... They're big. They're big, you know, big and strong. Strong. Well, you'd know, have to be working on a yeah, farm, wouldn't you? Yeah. You, you couldn't just, think, just be some little featherweight, could no, you? You know? Yeah. But yeah, I love that about the New Zealand women. I just think um, they they haven't, uh, I don't want to say, and the thing about them being unfeminine, no, that's not true. No, it's not. You go look at all the, the, the feminine clothes shops in, yeah. in, uh, yeah. in New Plymouth. But it's, it's almost like, as if like there's better things to do with your time than spend hours getting doled up. Yeah, that's the impression that I get, you know, it's almost like. I, I always think that New Zealand women are quite sporty, no matter what what sort of yeah, age group you know they're, they're, out, they're out on bikes running around yeah they're always willing to do something like you know yeah and there's a huge feeling of equality in New Zealand yeah. isn't there I think so there's yeah. it's not that yeah. I don't know how to explain it but it's not I know I've just said it but it's not that oh only the men can do that and we're not we can't do yeah, it exactly. doesn't feel yeah, like that yeah, ever it doesn't at all like you know you get a bunch of cyclists and they're not just all men like you know no. you will get groups of men and women but it's like you know it's it's Let's get on and do it. And you know, you go go and go and walk up the mountain. It's not just men that go up there. Like the old days, like you know, where yeah. uh, you know Sherpa Tensing and uh, you know, Edmund Hillary were climbing up the mountain. Mm. It's not. It's like you know, it's it's just everybody's doing it, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, I just wanted to shout out to. I mean, we've got Rachel Hunter. You know, Rachel Hunter is yes. the famous model. Yep. She's a Kiwi. Yep. All right, beautiful, 
gorgeous woman you yeah. know like when you go and oh they're not, not feminine, feminine i know mm. and ashley good i was looking up all like the top the you know the new zealand beautiful new zealand women that ashley good had made it as a top Parisian model, you know, she went to Paris and she'd made all, went in vogue and everything. She was discovered standing at a bus stop in Auckland. And wow. you just think, oh, there's, there's, I just want you to be clear that that stereotype of Kiwi women, New Zealand women, is. Yeah, but it goes along with like we're saying it's with, not with, true. with the men, isn't it? Like, yeah, every, imagine everyone is like that, it's that Bruce and Sheila type yeah. feeling, isn't it? Like, you know, and don't it, get and me wrong. Not. There are, remember the, what's it? The, remember we hired that digger that time and, you know. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, the, yeah. 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 And um, his wife was very strong. She and, got on the digger and yeah. sh- sh- showed me how to use yeah, the digger. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And that was like, oh, wow, yeah. I would not mess with you. You know, it's yeah. just that feeling of, yeah. Yeah. But oh, and I wanted to tell you about do you, do you do you know who Jean Batten is? No. You don't know? You will know when I tell well, you yeah, because you've been we, on the internet. Yes, I know, I know, yeah. but we saw this when we went to that museum. She was a famous aviatrix and she was born in born in Rotorua in nineteen oh nine and she flew solo. Yes. Remember this? From England to Australia in nineteen thirty four. I can't oh. remember what we we went to a museum once and we were reading about her. It's I can't like, remember where uh, it was. What's the other one? Um, Amelia Earhart, a bit like that. You mean? Yeah. That type of person. Yeah. yeah. She's an yeah. aviatrix. It's yeah. She, uh, and, she flew solo by right. from England to Australia. Wow. Guess how long it took her? Don't look. I would say it would. <laughs> Go on. How long? What, my, what year was it? Are you intelligent or not? Well, I would just like to know what plane that she would have been flying. Was it well, a bi- biplane or was it It was it a like plane a- that she'd made, obviously, out of some coat hangers. Yeah. And she got a, in it and flew a, from England. With a help from Bert. Yeah. yeah. So how yeah. long? How long do you think? Uh, probably three weeks. Nope. Go on then. No, have another guess. <laughs> Six weeks. <laughs> no. 14 days. Hang on, where is it? 14 days and 22 hours. Wow. 14 days. That's, That's quick, great. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Because you'd think she'd be landing every, you know, I don't know what size plane she had, but yeah. I don't know how many, you know, you just got to think about hopping across, yeah, the Indian and Pacific Oceans, haven't mm. you, to get down here? So there you have it then. So that's your stereotypical New Zealand people. people. Yeah. <laughs> So I think we've covered that, haven't we? Yeah, and that's been... what you think. You know, you, you see all these stereotypical things and you just, I think you've got to take them with a pinch of salt, haven't you, these days? Yeah. Because, you know, the world's opened up. You know, we have the internet in New Zealand. So, Ooh. you know, we can see what's going on in your country. <laughs> you know, we know what you're like. Yeah. If you want to really find out about New Zealand people, go and watch our video where me and Brian take you on a walk and we talk about New Zealand kindness and whether New Zealand people are kind. It's a great video. Like I say, we just discuss in depth about what we really think New Zealand people are like and whether they are kind or not. So hop on over and go and watch that video. But until then, we'll see you on the other side when you come and watch that with us. But until then, we're going to say goodbye and um, thank you so much for watching. Yep. And Kia stay strong as you have to do. Yeah. And uh, Kia Kaha, Kia U. Yeah, Kia U. Stay stay true. Stay true. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Our friend Mahuta told us that. And it's a beautiful, beautiful saying. I absolutely love it. Just want to say as well, big thank you. Guys, you are bloody awesome. You really are awesome. All the comments and support you give us, we just we're blown away by it every week. Yeah, it's absolutely sure. lovely. Yeah. YouTube yeah. and um listening on on the podcast, however you choose to have our content. Thank you so much. It really Yeah, we really appreciate it. We and do don't forget to subscribe. Yeah. Hit the subscribe button and all those sort of things. Yeah. You'll be notified then. Yeah. So let's go over like. and watch our New Zealand people kind. Yep. Yeah. Stay you soon. with us and watch it. <laughs> Bye. See you now. Bye. 
Thank you so much for joining us this week on the podcast. We have loved having you here. If you guys could subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Oh yeah, that would be nice. That would be absolutely amazing. And make sure to share the podcast with your friends. And if you'd like to hop over to the blog, find one of the little boxes that ask you to drop your email. I will send you a newsletter every week letting you know when we've released our new podcast. That will go straight into your (laughs) inbox. So it's www.com. It's a drama.com. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your day, and we will see you next week for another podcast. Look forward to it. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.